This conference will now be recorded. Okay, I am SAP MM EWM and HD certified. Uh -huh. Okay, and uh, yes, currently I am working in one of the MNC. Okay, cool. Okay, for EWM, I have done uh, one implementation and one support project. And for uh -huh. MM, WM, and logistics, I have done three implementation, five to six rollouts, and two, three support projects. Wow, okay. That's nice. Okay, and uh, can, you, can you please uh, tell me about yourself, briefly about your SAP exposure? Sure, yeah. So I started my career into SAP. Uh, back in 2006, so three years I was in SAP. I, I started as a technical lab app developer, and then uh, um, I for six months I did like you know some basic configurations of SAP SD order to cache cycle, uh, and after that like I left. Uh, I was in Bangalore at Dell Services. Uh, back then it was Pero Systems. Uh, now it's Dell Services. So after that like I came here for uh, masters in US. And I have around like a, a, a 10 years of experience in um, warehouse management systems. Uh, eight, eight years out of which are with uh, Manhattan Associates. Uh, I'm not sure if you're aware, but they are also into like uh, supply chain product, uh, you know, uh, software product implementations. Uh, and recently, like yeah, I was with uh, Ramco Systems as associate director, uh, and I was their uh, US solutions head. Um, so I've um, I was like uh, helping them with implementations as well as uh, you know uh, developing the logistics product, uh, which was mainly like uh, WMS and you know transportation management system. Um, so uh, that's my background, uh, and uh, my and, interest. Uh, do you have in... uh, any yeah. exposure in EWM? Uh, not really. So that's why, like uh, uh, you are very much familiar with uh, the complete uh, WM, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I have uh, from process standpoint and, uh, you know, uh, basically functionality standpoint, I'm pretty much, uh, uh, you know, uh, on board. Uh, it's just that uh, application, right? EWM, I, I, I don't know how, like, uh, what are the latest versions and, you know, I want to learn the system. And um, also, like, uh, uh, my effort is towards, like, you know, uh, getting that uh, EWM certification for, I think it's 9.5 version, right? Of uh, or 95 yes, 9.5 right so um, that's where i'm like uh, you know uh, directing my energies to um, understand the system and then eventually get certified uh, uh, into that 9.5 version of sap okay and uh, do you have a good hands-on in wm uh yeah yeah i mean uh so uh, but it was manhattan's wm and uh, ramco systems wm um, so uh, I started as like, you know, a consultant, senior consultant, and then I, I have around like, uh, you know, I was design lead on almost like uh, seven to eight uh, projects in, in the US. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. understood and, that you have good exposure in the standard SAP WM. So I mean that. Uh, uh, not, oh, not SAP WM, like uh, Manhattan Associates is another company uh, who has a uh, supply chain products of its own. So I, I have knowledge of uh, uh, those products, uh, not SAP's uh, ERP, WM, or whatever you call it. So that's okay, where I'm okay. like, uh, yeah. Okay, then so, uh, I can start my demo. Uh, so uh, okay, Pamita, can you please uh, make me presenter? Hello. Nikita, are you there? I think she's on mute. Hello, Nikita, are you still there? Probably she has started the recording and left. Okay. Just a moment. Let me directly call her. Okay.
Okay, Nikhil, let me know once you are able to see my screen. Uh, yes, I'm able to see your screen. Okay, so we will uh, quickly run through the demo session. Mm -hmm. So uh, this is SAP EWM. So we have uh, two versions of EWM. One is the embedded version, embedded in ECC that is available in the S4 HANA. And the other one is uh, the centralized uh, system. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, where we have the separate box for the EWM. So okay. these are the current uh, offerings of the uh, SAP. We have uh, the regular uh, SAP uh, ERP WM, and uh, we have the two versions, but uh, mostly it is uh, the same embedded box WM, which uh, we are using. Then the SAP started uh, with the EWM, and uh, EWM with the separate box, and then uh, they come up with the EWM embedded. Okay. This is uh, the organization process uh, with uh, WM and EWM. We are doing the good receipt. The good receipt is posting at the uh, good receipt area, then which is moving into the uh, EWM uh, bins. Then that is being issued for the production staging. And once the finished good is uh, produced in uh, uh, plant, it will be stored again into the uh, bin finished code bin and then being issued for shipment to the customer. Okay, so in the ERP side, the MM and IM, we are managing the stock at the storage location level. Okay, but uh, when we go into the EWM, then this is the EWM organization structure. We have the warehouse number, which is assigned to the plant and storage location. The warehouse number will be having several storage types. Then the storage type are further divided into storage section. The storage section is the optional entity. Then we have the storage bin, which are assigned to the warehouse and storage type. And in case of the storage section is activated, then it is linked to the storage section as well. And then, I mean, the storage bin is the lowest storage space in the warehouse. The quant is uh, just the characteristics of the material. Okay, and what's the difference? I don't know if uh, like um, maybe the question answer session is later on, right? Um, no, I just I mean, make a note. If you have any question, you can uh, directly ask me that time only. Okay, perfect. So this uh, storage type, right? Are these like uh, zones within the warehouse, or uh, what's the difference between storage type or sections, storage sections? Okay, okay, just a moment. I will. Okay, so if you see this diagram, this is uh, just the diagram I created uh, in one of my training section. If this is the warehouse. Sure. Okay, if this is the warehouse, then in the warehouse we have three racks. These mm -hmm. three racks would be called as a storage type. Okay. And okay, these are and like uh, a pallet uh, area, active pick, case pick? No, this will be the rack, like a general uh, rack, which or uh, just visualize uh, the automobile industry. Okay. Mm -hmm. In the automobile industry, we have a multi level structure where mm -hmm. they are storing uh, the vehicle. Mm -hmm. Okay, just it is like a parking structure, a nine floor, ten floor structure, sure. and they are just simply storing their car. Say, in, okay. for example, uh, Maruti. Maruti would be having a, a big uh, structure that we, they call it a storage type. They have ten floors in that. Mm -hmm. The first five floors would be reserved for uh, Alto, and then the last five floors, uh, five floors would be reserved for the heavy vehicles like uh, Desire or something. Okay, okay. Uh -huh. so the complete structure would be called as a storage type. Okay. Okay, and then it will be divided into storage section based on the uh, lightweight and uh, heavyweight uh, products, say also being lightweight and uh, the desire being the heavyweight. So that would be divided into two storage sections. And the okay. storage section would be divided into bin. So bin is generally the position where the product is stored. Mm -hmm. 
in our case the uh, vehicle is stored mm -hmm. okay so that you call as a bin okay okay and in the organization you can see this is the good receipt point where mm -hmm. uh, you get uh, the uh, say for example the raw material from the vendor that is being received here that is then stored in the bin okay and could be a uh, stage for the production once it is uh, produced it will again store into the another storage type mm -hmm. then it will be picked for shipment to the customer and okay. this is the uh, shipping area and the gr and the shipping area is defined like as staging locations or uh, where do they fall in the structure so this is the gr mm -hmm. okay and uh, you can call it as a staging area only okay okay because when the goods are goods are received okay mm -hmm. it will be received first in the staging area the gr zone mm -hmm. and, okay the, the first step would be to move from gr zone to the storage bin Mm -hmm. The source would be the GR zone, and the destination would be the final bin. While in case of shipping area, shipment, the outbound process, the source would be the bin, and the destination would be the staging area, GI zone. Okay. Okay, so uh, in uh, EWM, we have uh, additional entities like uh, activity area, okay, where uh, the bins are grouped together as per the activity. So for the put away process, we have different activity. For the picking process, we have different and for the counting like that. Okay. So this, uh, this is the ERP and EWM data transfer mod methods in case uh, you have uh, the separate box or the separate system for the EWM, then this is how the data will flow. So in SAP regular MMERP, we have planned shipping point customer vendor. In non-HANA system, in the HANA system, we have uh, vendor and customer grouped together as a business partner. And this is not required because EWM is embedded in ERP in, in the same box. But uh, okay. if in case the EWM is a separate box and non-HANA, then we have the data flowing through the core interface. And the okay. distribution model is for the transactional data posting. I, I have one question regarding this uh, embedded EWM. Um, uh, sorry, may I know? Who is this? Uh, my name is Shanmugam. I'm calling from Singapore. Okay. So, and Dipali uh, asked me to attend this call. Is okay. it a demo or is it a class? No, that is a demo only. But uh, demo I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, I just joined when you started. <clears throat> uh, one question is, um, let's say if it is um, different box, um, your uh, EWM is a separate server and embedded. So what is the difference? Is a transaction code difference or a data model difference? What is the difference? Because currently I'm working in S4 HANA EWM, but uh, Previously, I worked in a ERP in WM. So I just okay, want to so know whether what is the difference. There are, the, there are quite a few differences. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we don't need the core interface because the data would be in uh, lying in the same system, the same box. So we need not require to transfer it from ERP to EWM. The other okay. would be in uh, when it is a separate box, we have uh, the outbound delivery request, the inbound delivery notification. These are getting created. However, if it is the same box, then uh, see these documents are just a replica of this ERP document. So if uh, we have the EWM embedded in the same uh, box, then we don't need this document. Uh, and one more question regarding the RFC call. I heard there is some RFC call. Uh, when you are using S4 HANA, do you need to activate that RFC calls or uh, it is only applicable for ERP? No, we need to activate the RFC call. In EWM also? Yes, because although okay. EWM is embedded, but uh, still we are calling uh, separate transaction and the separate uh, uh, mm -hmm. all the process. 
okay so the but the t-codes are model, we need to activate yeah t-codes are all together different and but so the t-codes are same in the embedded version as well as the separate box okay okay got it thanks okay okay so this is uh, how it is when it is a uh, hana or non hana we have the plant and the plant we have two storage locations the two storage locations are assigned to the warehouse number okay so generally uh, we have one to one mapping although sap do not uh, stop us from creating the structure like this but uh, for the simplicity and uh, for the user friendly we need to have one plant and storage location combination assigned to one warehouse and the regular warehouse number is three characters and ewm number is four characters so this warehouse number is uh, assigned to ewm number which is uh, i mean this is assigned in the ewm box so we have uh, two configuration setup that we need to maintain in the erp we need to maintain plant storage location assigned to the warehouse and the ewm we need to maintain this warehouse number assigned to the ewm warehouse number and similarly in uh, the hana system as well we have to maintain the same double configuration because uh, there is a separate uh, ewm configuration altogether so then if you see this uh, organization structure then warehouse then we have a storage type that we already discussed in that spreadsheet this is just uh, the overview of uh, the different type of storage types we have which uh, are uh, given by sap but uh, still we can create our own storage types based on the business process and the organization requirement then we have the storage section as we just discussed we have the storage section for uh, we talked about the heavy vehicles and the light vehicles but in case of fmcg you can define the storage section as the fast moving items and slow moving items hmm. then this is the storage bin so that is the master data which uh, we can create uh, manually in ewm and the same thing is there in the regular wm as well then we have the quant so the quant is just the characteristics of the material so in case uh, you have uh, say in our example which we were discuss about the automobile industry if we are getting uh, alto 800 uh, lxi vehicle then it will generate a quant for that if we get alto vxi vehicle it will generate another quant for that uh, lot okay and in case we are getting again the alto lxi the same product with the same characteristic same feature then the quant it will get added into the same quant provided there is uh, some material at least in the quant okay and in case you are removing the complete quant altogether from the bin then the quant number will get uh, uh, removed eliminated automatically is serial number also a part of quant no no serial number is altogether different okay okay so the serial uh, have you worked on serial number earlier uh, yes i have uh, especially for pharma industry um, i was just wondering since batch number is mentioned so the quant seems like a combination of characteristics of that item right and batch number seems to be mentioned over here so i was wondering no, if serial uh, number quant is just like uh, the same product the same mm -hmm. characteristic you are placing into one bin one at one uh, group together into one slot so that will give you the quant number the one quant mm -hmm. so let's say for example if i have a, like a, a let's say an advil right for instance uh, a medicine um, yes. then if i have in um, let's say 10 10 strips of advil uh, into one bin uh, and it is from batch one right and then another 10 strips of advil uh, into bin two which is of the same batch number then will like bin one have quant one and bin two have quant two for it yes because the quant also contains the that uh, take care of the bin number as well okay okay but, but it's if you are storing the same numbers 
yes i mean serial number uh, say for example the mobile phones every mm-hmm. mobile phone is having a different serial number right the system mm-hmm. cannot create a different quant for all the mobile number mobile phone mm-hmm. if you are receiving a, a i mean say 100 mobile phones okay say for example nokia 5100 yeah. if you are receiving 100 uh, nokia 5100 at a time okay mm-hmm. then it will or of course all the uh, 5100 phones will be having same characteristic features so it mm-hmm. will generate just one quant although mm-hmm. you will be having 100 different serial number in that case okay so it's at a basically at a bin level then or could like one bin have multiple quants in it yes yes one bin can have uh, multiple quants okay okay then the activity area which is uh, assigned to the storage bins in ewm and this does not exist in the regular warehouse management so it groups uh, storage bin based on the warehouse activity is this mandatory activity area or optional no there is mandatory mandatory okay because wm they are not using any activity area correct in wm hmm. there is no activity area hmm okay okay then we have the consolidation group the consolidation group is again uh, okay so in wm we do not have the handling unit management mandatory but uh, in ewm the handling unit management is mandatory okay so that's why we are using there the consolidation group so that uh, in case we do not want uh, two particular products two different products to pack together in one handling unit then we are defining two different consolidation group for those uh, two products so this is just uh, one of the concept uh, additional concept given in the ewm then the handling unit i believe is just a carton right a carton or a box uh, okay so we have uh, the handling unit as well as the storage unit both are different so if you simply talk about the carton or the box then it is a storage unit but if you talked about box along with its packaging material then the box plus packaging material put together will be called as a handling unit okay okay so in case uh, here uh, the ha- the handling unit is mandatory in ewm so thus we ha- need uh, to have the packaging material as well Okay. okay then we have a door again in wm the door is optional but in ewm the door is mandatory the reason being ewm is being implemented uh, where uh, the volume is very high okay the goods movement is very high so in case uh, we have five doors at the good receipt section okay good receipt section we have five doors and all the five doors are being occupied by five trucks five different trucks they are unloading and in case the sixth truck comes in then the that uh, security guard should know that all the five trucks are occupied all the five doors are occupied by five different trucks so the sixth truck will be asked to stay outside otherwise it will be heavily crowded inside the warehouse inside the premises and that is the reason the door is mandatory in ewm then we have the staging area that is the interior storage area so for the good received uh, section we have a good received uh, interior staging area and for the good issue section we have that different area so this is applicable in regular wm as well the same concept uh, is being followed here okay then we have the work center so this is not there in uh, wm and it is uh, there in ewm the reason being uh, in ewm it supports uh, additional activities as well for example uh, uh, okay the requirement uh, the customer requirement is that uh, they want to la- put a new label on the pallet say for example it is made in india but uh, the customer want uh, the label to be called as a made in say, america okay then we will have to move the product 
from the bin where it is stored to the work center in the work center the labeling will be done okay so that is called as a value added service the labeling polishing and all those will be done and from that work center it will be moved to the staging area for the shipment to the customer and the same concept uh, we have uh, for the good receipt where the deconsolidation is done so deconsolidation is nothing but uh, breaking the pallet into different uh, products different uh, small handling units and we have the work center for the counting and quality as well so these are the following documents being used in the ewm so the inbound delivery notification and inbound delivery are part of inbound process the other three outbound will be the part of outbound process okay then we have a warehouse request that is uh, nothing but the inbound delivery notification and outbound delivery request so warehouse task is uh, created with reference to the warehouse request okay that is the same concept as that of the transfer request in wm so warehouse task is just the request for the goods movement and warehouse order is the actual goods movement okay then we have the handling unit that we already discussed then the transportation unit and the vehicle so the transportation unit and vehicle are not there in wm but it is there in ewm and the transportation unit is mandatory the vehicle is optional okay so in this uh, uh had a quick question uh, inbound delivery notification and inbound delivery are these like asns advanced shipping notice or uh... no 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 asn uh, these are those are you are going into the edi direction okay so okay. asn we are getting from vendor we are sending it to customer all those are edi messages okay. but uh, the inbound delivery notification is uh, the interface between uh, this erp and ewm it is not the advanced shipping notification advanced inbound delivery notification is the replica of ecc inbound delivery into ewm inbound delivery notification which is and like then, a purchase order or uh... no no purchase order is different document altogether so when you okay. see okay we will see that in coming slides okay so this uh, we already talked about inbound delivery and all and then posting change uh, this is like a transfer posting so again we will see so warehouse request task and order i already talked about okay so this is the inbound process so the purchase order we create in erp with reference to purchase order we create the inbound delivery this inbound delivery gets copied the same data flows into the inbound delivery notification okay so when you distri distribute the there is the additional step in erp to distribute the inbound delivery into ewm so once we distribute it will be inbound delivery notification and inbound delivery gets created so this is the erp data and this contains the ewm data and this architecture is true irrespective of whether ewm is part of erp like s4 hana or whether it's a separate box no no it is for the separate box if it is the same okay. then we do not have the notification okay so then there will be only like purchase order and inbound delivery which will be purchase order inbound delivery and then inbound delivery in ewm two inbound deliveries but the numbers would be different okay got you because in ewm it is all again it is calling the same functionalities so the transaction codes are different and everything is different Mm -hmm. So they'll have separate number series potentially, like ERP inbound yes, delivery. Okay. There's okay. separate number series for the EWM inbound delivery. Okay. So this is the flowchart. The delivery is created, and we get the inbound delivery notification. The inbound delivery gets created with reference to that the warehouse request, and then the warehouse task, warehouse order, to post the good receipt. and if we change the inbound delivery it will uh, do the subsequent changes in the other system as well 
Okay. And where does ASN come into picture over here? Like, uh, I mean, if... ASN is the uh, EDI, Advanced Shipping Notification, which we are sending to customer. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we are, which we are receiving from vendor. So right. that is altogether different. That is a part of, uh, if it is a ASN from vendor, then it is a part of P2P process. Mm -hmm. If it is ASN to customer, then it is a part of logistics process. Right. But like, I mean, normally, like, uh, uh, just from my experience, right, uh, there's one PO against which you could get like multiple shipments from vendor, right? So for each shipment, they'll normally send ASNs. And then you do a GR against that ASN. Um, at least that's how, Correct. like, uh, yeah. That is true. That so, is true. So in the uh, regular process, which uh, you are talking about, purchase order is created with, say, 100 uh, units. Right. You will get 10 shipment from the vendor of 10 units each, for example, which will mm -hmm. create 10 different uh, inbound deliveries. Okay. And then uh, you can post the good receipt with reference to 10 different inbound deliveries. So if that Perfect. is EWM manage, mm -hmm. if it is the EWM manage and we go with the vendor ASN, then mm -hmm. with reference to purchase order, you will get 10 different inbound deliveries, inbound deliveries okay. created through ASNs. Thus, 10 different inbound deliveries will create 10 different inbound delivery notification in EWM. Okay, perfect. And all those will be processed individually. Okay, and 10 different good receipts will be posted. Sure, makes sense. And similarly for the outbound. So, sales order, mm -hmm. outbound delivery, the outbound delivery being replicated is outbound delivery request. Then we get the outbound delivery order and we are doing processing all the documents with reference to outbound delivery order. So this outbound delivery, the additional number gets generated in the background in EWM. Mm -hmm. Okay, and uh, ASN to customer is flowing from here. The outbound delivery in ERP. Okay. So when you complete the PGI here, it will update the PGI in ERP and it will trigger the ASN out of this outbound delivery to the customer. Okay. So again, this is the regular flow chart. And this is the posting change. It is like a transfer posting. When you do the MIGO to move the stock from unrestricted to block, okay, then uh, if uh, like that, similarly, uh, you have the EWM where you can move the stock from uh, unrestricted to block within uh, EWM and this is uh, for uh, this uh, uh, moving stock from uh, one store location to another okay so this is the transfer posting which we call as a posting change in EWM so when you create uh, when you call the 311 movement in MIGO to move the stock from the ERP managed store location to the EWM or EWM managed store location to the ERP or both EWM, then it will create the delivery. Okay, so if it is uh, EWM store location to EWM store location, then it will create the outbound delivery. The outbound delivery will create the posting change notice, and then you will move the stock. So like that. So uh, I have like. Um... I was a little bit confused over here. Are these like uh, um, stock transfer orders or are these like movements from, uh, let's say it was uh, damaged and then someone did a quality inspection and then it moved to, you know, uh, available status. So are yes. these like status changes or are these like movement from one warehouse to another warehouse, like stock, stock transfer orders? No, 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 no. For the stock transfer order, we have the outbound process first and mm -hmm. then we have the inbound process later. Right, but within the warehouse, if you want to move, then this is the case. Okay, and is it uh, does it have to be like uh, is it normally initiated? I'm a like uh, I'm not very conversant with MM Migo and all that transaction, so I'm just like uh, you know inquiring. Um, are normally what I've seen is like uh, WM uh, initiates these transfers. So for instance, like uh, you know. Uh, uh, on the floor, if I have, uh, you know, a person who sees that the box is damaged, then he will like take it to quality area and WM will initiate. Okay, the box is damaged, but the content inside is good, right? So then, Correct. Correct. then so they in, actually. 
in ewm uh, you have adhu transaction where you can uh, initiate okay okay and uh, this is the case in case uh, you are doing the uh, this uh, moving the stock uh, from storage location to storage location within a warehouse okay and then that has to be initiated in mm module first and then executed in ewm yes and in case you want to upload the stock then you have both the options either this can be done in erp and then update in the ewm or this can be done in the ewm and then update in the erp like oh, okay so it goes the other way around as well like uh, based on need that is true okay okay so the post processing framework this is uh, just like a message control in a uh, regular ecc you have uh, nast right in uh, s4 hana you have brf plus in ewm you have ppf post processing framework okay and so what are these like i i'm not uh, aware of these other sap terminologies as well no those are in case uh, you want to print uh, the document this uh, uh for example uh, you have created the purchase order and you want to send the purchase order uh, copy print out to the vendor okay, okay. so that uh, output gets triggered in uh, erp okay so these are like uh, labels or document uh, prints like po or asn verification or something like that no that uh, the example that i gave you from purchase order was uh, for for the po but in the in, in the ewm it will be like handling unit print or the warehouse order print and all those Mm -hmm. Okay. This is a bit complicated. The PPF. Okay. So uh, in earlier uh, in regular ERP we have NAST, which was a simpler version. In uh, S4 HANA, the same thing we can do in BRF plus. That is heavily complex. And then in EWM we have PPF, which is uh, even further complex. but it's mainly used for like uh, printing documents right like it could be a shipping label or uh, uh, you know your pick list i mean this is used for printing documents uh, as well in addition to okay. uh, calling out the subsequent functions in ewm but uh, in erp nast and brf plus what i said that was used uh, either to print the document or to trigger the idoc or to mm -hmm. fax and to send the email like that okay so it's kind of a workflow as well like it will control what your subsequent transactions or flow is um, no no i mean in workflow you have an option to pass it uh, to you know the senior level for approval and all those mm -hmm. things but mm -hmm. uh, those kind of uh, features are not here those are still uh, there with workflow only okay okay so just uh, i mean for the sake of simplicity this is uh, the post processing framework say for example uh, you want to print the pallet label okay you have uh, uh, done the production in the production you have uh, created the pallet mm -hmm. you have created the material the material is packed into different boxes the different boxes are put together in a pallet mm -hmm. now you want to label that pallet that this pallet contains uh, this material or this batch and this many quantities and th this is the handling unit number so that you can achieve by printing the label and the label will be printed through the ppf by not only through the ppf alone but ppf is just one of uh, the steps in getting the label uh, achieved okay so in that uh, we have uh, different steps action profile action definition and all those mm -hmm. and the other ewm terminology the warehouse process type that is just a movement type in erp to move the product move the i mean that is for the goods movement the warehouse order creation rule is again uh, we can set up the rule so that uh, for say one delivery it creates one order or 
we create uh, the order for the one pallet and then subsequent order for the other uh, partial pallet like that then the storage control uh, the process oriented storage control yeah i mean we have two types of storage control both for the inbound and the inbound process that is the put away and the outbound process for the removal the process oriented and the layout oriented the process oriented is like uh, for example uh, one okay you receive the product the pallet from the vendor okay then you have to break the pallet into different pallets different small small handling units okay so this is one of the additional steps and then you can you need to move that into the destination two different destination bins okay so here uh, you will be having an additional step of deconsolidation so after good receipt is done you will move it into the deconsolidation work center let me know if uh, you are getting confused the deconsolidation work center i mean a separate work center or a separate uh, uh, department in your warehouse where you will be breaking the pallet into two small pallets based on the material or batch or whatever the requirement is and then moving that into the separate uh, destination bin as per the stock Okay. That is I had a quick one question over here. Um, so what is exactly the difference between like a staging location as against a work center? Uh, because you are okay, actually so taking it to yeah. No, uh, the staging staging area is uh, so we have a separate staging area for the good receipt. Like mm -hmm. when the goods are received, it will be received in a staging area first. Sure. And then staging area to the destination bin. Mm -hmm. Then we have a separate staging area for the good issue mm -hmm. because before loading into the truck, we need to move it from the bin where it is currently stored to the staging area. Sure. So staging area is just the interface between uh, the EWM and uh, you can say uh, uh, for the WM, we can say it is the interface between the IM and the WM, MM and the WM. But here you can see it is the interface between uh, the destination bin and the truck in case of the good good issue section, good issue shipping process. And uh, mm -hmm. for example, uh, from the truck and the bin in case of the inbound process. Right. But the work center is uh, altogether different. We have a different, we have a work center where we are moving the pallet to carry out some additional activities. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the regular process is get it from the, I mean, unload from the truck and move it into the staging area. Okay, and then move it into the bin. Then from the bin, move it into the uh, production staging area, then complete the production. Then from the production, it is stored in the destination bin again. And from the bin, again, move it into the staging area and then do the good receipt, load into the truck. This is the regular simplest process. Mm -hmm. But if you want to go for polishing or you want to go for cycle counting, if you want to carry out quality inspection, if you want to do the labeling or like that, the additional value added activities, mm -hmm. then you will have to take the pallet into the work center. Um, I have one question. Let's say you are uh, moving a product from the bin to the work center. So this time is uh, are you in, <coughs> sorry. Do you need to create any work order or uh, task, or just uh, you are uh, tracking it offline? No, no, not offline. Uh, so okay. you, you go some moment from the bin to work center is you have to create a work order or uh, task. Uh, yes, but uh, tracked. Mm -hmm okay so we do the setup so that uh, it will uh, i mean once uh, we save the warehouse uh, order okay when we okay. say for example we have completed the picking okay, okay then it will automatically take us to the work center oh if this uh, setup is there no not there we have to do the setup setup okay so it's because, not for uh, all the product right only for a specific product uh, it has to go through the work center some directly you can go to the bin 
in the standard default ewm setup everything will be going from say into the bin and out of the bin but it's up to the business process or the organization process where they have to define which product will be going into the work center for polishing for labeling and all if they do not want to go for labeling and all those things and there is no no need to get the work center so it is uh, coming from the metal master is it no i mean in uh, ewm we have a product master and uh, that is not coming from product master it is a configuration okay so we have to create the work center okay and then we have to i mean do the subsequent setup in the process oriented storage control we have to make uh, give the movement type the in our case the warehouse process type to move the product from the bin to the work center like that okay okay, okay. got it thanks okay and similarly for the layout oriented storage control so the example which i have given here suppose we have the nine floors here okay and we have received the good here the first floor and we move we want to move it here in this bin okay so there will be a separate task the first task would be good received staging area to the first floor this floor the second task would be first floor to the ninth floor and the third task would be from the ninth floor to the destination bin so this is required in case uh, the warehouse is very big and complex and uh, you would like to enable the layout oriented storage control okay that is optional and then the so is it like uh, defining just like um, uh, question regarding layout oriented st storage control is it just like defining okay if my any of my products land into let's say you know this area then what is its next subsequent location that it should go to like you define correct. steps over there okay correct correct in the in the configuration setup we define the step okay, okay. for this particular warehouse this warehouse is heavily complex and we want to define uh, enable activate the layout register storage control in there so this will be the step this is the layout like the uh, are you sharing something store. other than the presentation uh, no this is, this is yeah. just a demo this is just a demo and uh, they have not given me the system access oh okay so just giving the presentation and we have already crossed the limit already close to one hour okay then and then we have the replenishment the replenishment that is the same as that in the wm in case the stock level goes down below the minimum quantity then we will be calling uh, creating the replenishment warehouse task and filling it in the deconsolidation mm -hmm. we already talked about then the exceptional handling the exception handling in case uh, uh, the hu is damaged or you want to change uh, the handling unit at the time of picking and all those exception cases you call the exception code and uh, do that then the put away and picking strategies are uh, just uh, for the, as per the regular uh, wm the put away the stock placement and the picking the stock removal strategy then there is an additional concept of pick denial if uh, we cannot get the enough stock then if there is no enough stock in the warehouse or if some of the quantities are damaged then we cannot uh, fulfill the delivery so we will just uh, pick and uh, pgi the partial delivery and send the message of pick denial that uh, there are certain quantities short of the requirement then the slotting and rearrangement this is a very advanced uh, feature in the ewm uh, which uh, means uh, it i mean it is just like an optimization where the suitable uh, storage type section are determined and then uh, help us to manage the space and efficiency in the warehouse okay that's it uh, from my side Okay, so Ashish, I uh, um, 
so we mentioned that I had uh, questions around this certification for 9.5 version, right? Um, so the, uh, one of the things that I heard was like uh, these transactions between WM, which is uh, part of ERP as against EWM are completely different, right? So for uh, which which version are we going to study as a part of this course and uh, uh, what is expected for that 9.5 version of uh, certification? No, I mean, uh, if the nine, see, the, that is very advanced, EWM 9.5. Okay. Okay, so that contains labor management, yard management, and several, several other things. Mm -hmm. And if you are not comfortable with uh, the regular WM uh, terminologies and functionalities, then mm -hmm. it will be challenging for you to uh, complete EWM certification. Okay. But are we like uh, completing yeah. those as well as a part of this course, labor management, yard management? No, no, no. Those are not there in the course structure which Nitika has given me. Okay. Okay, that helps. Okay, Nikita, are you still there? Yes. Okay, so 